0: Okay, Uh, this episode of Half a Star is sponsored by Haagen-Dazs, Rocky Road ice cream. Haagen-Dazs is the only way I eat ice cream. Rocky Road is where I go. Is that good?
1: (laughs) That's a taste of what's to come on this episode of Half a Star, where bad ideas make great stories. Today, we're chatting with a fantastic human being by the name of Izzy Castillo.
2: Izzy is a child and youth mentor and a terrific advocate for gay-straight alliances in schools across northern Alberta. We think (laughs) she might have some fun and inspiring half-a-star stories for us.
1: We also have a -a half-a-star list where we run down half-a-star serials Mm, because children...
2: Could you never say because children in my life again? You can say it after I die, but. Justin, we both know I'm going first. All this and more on Half a Star, where bad ideas make great stories. He's Justin. He's
1: Ben. Take it away, Rob. I don't listen because it's a podcast, but if
0: you feel
1: that you must hear
0: they are then ben and
1: justin together they are half of a
2: star now listeners i know i just gotta say i know i know we know we know we know Every single episode, we say this is a special episode, but this one truly extra special, it really is special. Thus far this season on Half a Star, we've had singers, actors, comedians, Amazing Race Canada finalists. But this episode is dedicated to someone who's truly inspiring, someone who might be a bit of a, a, an, un, an unsung hero, if you will. This is a person who's impacted countless lives in Fort McMurray, Alberta. This is Ismenya Castillo. This is Izzy, one of my dearest friends. Someone who works so hard as a mentor, supporting young people, really influencing them, helping them hone their resiliency skills, which is uh, something that's really important, especially in, a, in that vulnerable age bracket. Uh, now, Ben, have you 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 know what mentoring is?
1: Yeah, it's um, one of those like sea mammals. Exactly. That, yeah, like a, like a like a like a minotaur. Right? That's what we're talking about? (laughs) A minotaur is a seaman (laughs) hole? Exactly.
2: Now, listeners, uh, a thing you should know about Ben is that he's an idiot, a complete and utter putz. Doesn't know what mentoring is. Mentoring is consistent championing of a person ideally someone maybe they're a bit younger than you uh maybe they're at a different stage in their life and you can offer some insight some influence and support to seeing seeing them every step of the way and really just being there and being present for them and that's what izzy does now ben did that clear things up for you
1: yeah absolutely and i think you and i have shared mentors in the past and i think it's time for us to sort of shed light on one of those people in particular I agree. Yeah, and so we just really want to shout out uh, our good friend and colleague now. He was a mentor when we were younger, but I would say that he's a friend and colleague now. I'm not going to say that we're peers, but we could be colleagues. And that is uh, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Greg Doran.
2: Greg has been a, a major influence in both of our lives. Listeners, Benton and I, are uh, we're real theater actors. We're like so legitimate uh, we're the b- best in the biz, and our humble beginnings began at the University of Prince Edward Island in the early 2010s, and as we were starting out, uh, we got to work alongside Greg Doran. He was a director, a theater director. He ran the theater studies uh, program at Prince Edward I- uh, University of Prince Edward Island. Uh, he's also an English professor, brilliant, and he runs a, um, a company called Vagabond Productions which we know all about.
1: Yeah, and over our time at UPEI, Justin and I have both been uh, very privileged and very lucky to have taken part in multiple Vagabond production shows. My first one was a, a comedia dell'arte called The Path of True Love. Um, and your first was the Magdalene Variations, unless I am quite mistaken. You are correct, actually. It's a, uh, a
2: morality play, and kids love morality (laughs) plays. Nothing resonates with a modern audience more than going back to the
1: medieval period and resurrecting a morality play. I like that you chose the word resurrecting because that play was about the resurrection of Christ. And the first (laughs) 10 minutes of that play were in Latin. So the fact
2: that the director was able to influence us enough to get on board with doing a play where a portion of it was in Latin and a lot of our friends would be coming to see this show and be like, yeah, we're just happy you're doing stuff. The fact that he could, he could get us to be so invested and so involved in not just that show, but shows years after. And that I think speaks a lot to Greg's character, his integrity to his work and his passion. So- Absolutely. Yeah. And,
1: and I think it's safe to say that the UPEI theater department may not exist anymore without him.
2: (laughs) I will say Greg has also gone above and beyond the call of duty as just being a, a a professor or a director. He's someone who is so invested in the, the lives and the futures of his students. He coached me as uh, an actor trying to get into, into theater school. Um, beyond UPEI, he knew that the education he was providing, it would just open open a door and it's up to us to, to go through it. And that's a metaphor he would come back to every so often, but he, um, yeah, he really, he helped me out at a time in my life when I, I really needed that support and I'm very grateful for it. He trained me to uh, for an audition that changed my life. And um, every time I think back to that transitional period of my life, he was right there with me. And he was someone that's been there for the both of us and Izzy is someone that's there for young people. Whoa, we love a segue. So Izzy supports young people, and kids love what we know about supporting young people. Kids love morality plays. <laughs> kids love
1: healthy breakfast cereal. Healthy breakfast. Cereal. I'm talking about all brand. I'm talking about raisin bran. I'm talking about honey bunches of oats, mm. some muesli in there. That's what I'm sure that kids love about breakfast cereal. Hmm. But Justin, I have a list of uh, other breakfast cereals that I think are trying to uh, pull the wool over our eyes, as it were. So we know
2: breakfast is the most important meal of the day sometimes these big wigs up in big cereal these big cereal big wigs Mm -hmm. trying to trick today's youth by giving them not good cereals yeah Ben, i understand you have a
1: list for us i do and they're all along the same vein so try to pick up the theme as we go along justin okay okay? so the first cereal i have on this list is a cereal called now I, i i actually i can't tell how it's pronounced because I have a way that I think it should be pronounced in the way that it's written on the box. So the way that it's written on the box is Oreo O's. Hmm. But I think they missed a classic opportunity to say Oreos. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do. So this is this is Oreo flavored cereal. It looks like Cheerios, tastes like Oreos, and it turns your milk brown basically, because Mm. of the the, the cookies and cream powder. Now, there is absolutely no way that you can balance a breakfast with that cereal. I think the way to balance it is to not eat it. Right. Or to eat it as a dessert, which is what its intended purpose is, I think. Now, listen, you know me. I love eating Oreos and water. You know that about me. We love that. (laughs) We know you love your Oreos and water. (laughs) <laughs> it's a delicious, delicious, uh, refreshing treat. Now, that's number Benton. two.
2: That's Benton's wrestling name, by the way. Benton Oreos and
1: Water Hartley, <laughs> weighing in at 400 pounds. <laughs> number two on the list will also help me reach my weight for my fight that's coming up. Great. Reese Puffs. Right. Yeah. You remember that's this? Yeah, they made that into a cereal? Yeah. And it's like, the best part about the Reese cups, as far as I'm concerned, is the consistency of the chocolate and peanut butter going together. Mm -hmm. So when you try to puff a rice ball and then make it taste like a Reese cup, you're losing something in that.
2: Uh,
1: God. And do we... Do we need candy to be a cereal?
2: I feel like cereal is already doing well enough, like with Lucky Charms already being like halfway to candy.
1: Look, we've got Count Chocula, we've got Lucky Charms, we've got Tricks, we've got Honeycombs. Like all of these cereals are already candy. You don't have to then put chocolate bars into cereal to make them more candy. And finally, Justin, our number one half a star cereal is a cereal that I've eaten on occasion. In oh. my childhood. Uh, I cannot believe that my mother bought this for me. And if you ask her, she will probably say that she didn't. But I remember it vividly from my childhood. It is a team-up. It is a mash-up. It is a collab. A sweet drop of a collab. I'm so hip. Um, between Kellogg's and Disney. I'm talking about Mickey's Magix cereal. M-A-G-I-X for Magix. And it is a Fantasia-themed breakfast cereal. The packaging and cereal themes were based on Mickey Mouse's appearance in The Sorcerer's Apprentice of the 1940 film Fantasia. So obviously the kids are are hip with the Fantasia uh, aesthetic. Kids love The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, you know. And uh, the entire marketability of this cereal was based on the fact that it turned the milk blue what's happening to breakfast nowadays make yeah. breakfast great
2: again <laughs> put that on a baseball hat you dummy i stand by that
1: <laughs> i know what I stand uh yeah once once uh, once half a star gets into the merch game we will have make breakfast great again hats yeah gonna happen.
2: mappa listeners the kids are all right the kids are all right. No thanks to cereal, but, thank, but yeah, thankfully, though, there are some people, some great mentors out there. Ben and I had a great mentor in Greg Doran. And some kids in northern Alberta were lucky enough to be mentored by this fantastic person. Let's take it to our guest, shall we?
1: Izzy Castillo is a champion for children and youth. Through her constant support for young people, she has offered... Support to kids as a one-on-one mentor, leading groups and presentations on resiliency, and setting a strong example of compassion, professionalism, and kindness, which both her mentees and her fellow mentors would follow. She is truly the best of us.
2: Listeners, please be joined by Izzy Castillo. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. (laughs) I was going to say that was quite the nice... Uh, intro there, Justin.
2: Of course, we. How really love
0: fellow.
2: We 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 love love. We love you. Uh, <laughs> Izzy is one of my favorite people because uh, uh, her and I used to work together when I lived out in Fort McMurray, and uh, always had a had a compassionate ear, uh, a strong shoulder of support. Always knew when to give me a shake and tell me to get my head on right, and put me on. Put, so she, she really did help uh, children of all ages, <laughs> and, <laughs> including children approaching their early 30s. So that uh, says a lot. Uh, so And also, uh, maybe to start us off, uh, the first time I met Izzy was uh, at a job interview, and she came in to, uh, to sit in on the interview. And uh, the person interviewing me, Asked Izzy, uh, do you have any questions for Justin? And she said, what's your sign? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Leo, baby. Yeah. Yep. I
0: was like, ooh, we've got a strong one on this. Team <laughs> <Yep. coming in." laughs>
2: so so Izzy, how has it been for you amidst uh, this global pandemic uh, faced with uh, isolation, lockdown, other scary words like that? <laughs>
0: uh definitely has been a very interesting time but i would say very um a lot of space for creativity because oh, this good. is you know we're doing this show right now and i've never thought i would do one of these before <laughs> <laughs> neither did we yeah, yeah. <laughs> but cool stuff cool stuff's coming out of this time even though we're in lockdown or people calling it it's a crisis times and mm-hmm. all that the scary words, but um, yeah. Other than that, it's doing pretty good. Um, it's good, you know, finding a new way. <laughs> finding a new way. It's
2: been the uh, it's been the prevailing attitude amongst a lot of people having to adjust to a new normal.
0: Mm. So,
2: to that end, um, with your work with children and youth as a as a mentor, how um, how has that how have you had to adjust to this new climate? Uh, given that mentoring is so uh, so personal. Uh, what happens when there's a, a a wrench in the in the chain, so to speak?
0: <laughs> uh, I feel like even um, you know, just working with kids and youth, it's always having to adapt. Like mm. no matter what, like I think we've learned. I know I can say we because we work together, right. but uh, you can have like almost everything planned out and you show up to the day and it ends up being totally opposite. Yeah. And you have to like be adaptable to, you know, working with different kids and even the staff, like different staff uh, working styles. So during this COVID time, I would say like, it's been kind of that lesson just coming mm. to everybody. <laughs> right. um, and for me, it's been a lot of like virtual platform. So this is working with kids on that level and how to try to find a ways to connect still. Um, That's been very interesting. A different way to connect, but always that face to face is still that like very organic. The real stuff, yeah. Um,
2: how of um has there been many uh, any uh, success stories in uh, in uh, engaging with youth in this uh, in this sort of platform? Any uh, unexpected? surprises hopefully good surprises not bad surprise. <laughs> we don't need any more bad surprises <laughs> more murder hornets please yes
0: yeah <laughs> uh definitely has been i think well because we have um an instagram page for uh some of the solutions and a lot of youth follow that uh, that okay. we have mentored in the past so it's been like a success is still to be able to like connect with them in that level which we weren't really like high up on using that platform um, but that's been really cool because I've like seen mentees from when I first started seven years ago, uh, popping up there as teenagers now <laughs> and be like, whoa, you're still around and doing good. And like, they're still like being interactive in like the things that we're posting. So mm-hmm. it's really cool to like see kids in that perspective, like success in a way of still bonding with people um, that we've mentored years ago or they've taken part in summer camp and you know, if we mention your name, they'll like still remember like those memories. So yeah, it's that bond. I think like that was built through the years. It's still present even in this most disconnected time.
2: That's good to see. Yeah. So let's get right into it. So you working with uh with kids and working with adults who work with kids, there's got to be some half a star stories. Ben, why don't you lay it down? What's a half a star <laughs> story. Yeah. What does that so mean?
1: the the way we've been sort of pitching it to our other guests as we've been sort of courting them to come on the show is that we <laughs> started this podcast as a celebration of our own stupidity. Um so basically the idea is like cuz Justin and I are both, you know, performers and we have gotten reviews in the past and we were thinking about like what of our stories would warrant sort of a half star review. So you know, we, we, we have had people come on with their five star pitches of the stuff that they've been working on, but everyone has a handful of half-star stories. And that's what mm-hmm. we're really interested in, because they often make really good stories at the end of the day.
0: True, true. And big yeah. lessons. <laughs> so, so Absolutely. If, yeah.
2: <laughs> if the the Instagram engagement with the children and youth is a five-star achievement, I want to know the half star. And that can yeah, hit us from, with the good stuff from work, <laughs> from life, from whatever lives in between. Izzy, what is your half-star story?
0: Honestly, there's a lot. I was thinking about this last night, just when me and you were talking, and I (laughs) I just kept getting flashbacks of Uh (laughs) a lot of moments. But it's one of those times where, like, okay, now that I've, like, gone through that experience, maybe it was good. (laughs) It wasn't (laughs) so bad. (laughs) So uh, one starter was – Justin was part of this because – it was uh when me and Justin and my other co slash friend um were always together <laughs> there was usually <laughs> a lot of uh learning moments <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> but this one time um the summer camp was all happening I believe it was like we used to do everyone's birthday so we wouldn't celebrate people's birthdays every day we would yeah, just right. it all that ones at the end of summer camp and be like we're having a big party this is everyone's birthday <laughs> so uh what could go wrong yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to set up the area as a birthday party so you know like fun little games one side trees cupcakes all of that stuff so me justin and this our other co-worker friend uh we were at the party yet but we were I don't know, maybe doing some
2: prepping. <laughs> Just left the kids by themselves. Yeah. Took a longer <laughs> break. <laughs> as you do, as you do. Yeah. we we'll let the big ones watch the little ones.
0: Yeah, we had a <laughs> summer camp, a summer student program. So summer students, you know, running the camp at this point. So us three, probably the three coordinators of the camp, took a break. And in our break... We were like, oh, we should just come in, like, be the surprise for the kids, which is not really a surprise because they see us every day. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, let's show up and be clowns. So, we're like, let's dress up as clowns as an oh, entertainment no. that we can't afford to buy, bring anyone <laughs> but ourselves. So, we... We're looking in the basement for all these, like, things to dress up as clowns. And I really hope you (laughs) insert the picture (laughs) at this point.
2: You got to find the photo. Yeah,
0: I have the photo. I just don't have it on me right now. But it was um, pretty much streamers, uh, a hat. And, like, pretty much streamers were the main item. So we were, like, dangling streamers from our hair. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure a tie was made. Like, we were trying to be budget clowns, which it really looks more scary than a real clown would look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: getting like major mummy vibes. Not seeing the pictures. It kind
0: of so, like, yeah. Was.
1: <laughs> it it didn't exactly cover
2: all of us though. It uh, I remember we would wear hats and then just have the streamers kind of dangle from the sides, like, like one uh, of those like
1: backwoods Australian hats with the corks dangling from it to keep the mosquitoes out of your face. Yeah, a yeah. little, yeah. Except uh, we didn't have enough streamers, so it would be just. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> two,
2: two streamer locks and then yeah, we, we really had yeah. to
0: be smart about sharing it we had to be like you know two streamers maximum for each person yep i like i will find the photo but it was just a great idea at the time like we were pumped about it because we're like we're gonna be the surprise we're gonna love it we're gonna show up we're like you know happy birthday a bunch of
1: clowns. <laughs> happy birthday yeah. uh, to a bunch of kids whose birthday it
2: wasn't even yeah. <laughs> the gift you can't give back nope. uh, so do you happen to remember the kids reactions when they uh when they saw us enter
0: uh there was no reaction <laughs> <laughs> we, were t- <laughs> we were trying to build a reaction by like going up to the cr- the groups and be like hey it's
2: us <laughs> don't you get yeah. it
0: yeah like it was not the big ordeal that we thought would come out of this experience of a good <laughs> idea but it's definitely <laughs> and then most of the kids were like teenagers at the, like it was like the junior mentors at this point so reflecting back I'm like that must have been like So embarrassing. They're probably like, why are you dressed like that? Like, why are you coming in? Like, this is the big reveal. It was like the last (laughs) week of summer camp. Like, you know, we spent too much money probably on Slurpees. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And everyone's like, We've got a great surprise planned for you at the end of the week here. Like Below the budget. Um, Yeah. what's what what kills me is the
2: streamers, um, they weren't even different colors. It was just one single, and it was like not even like a good, like rich evergreen. It was like that like pale, sad <laughs> yeah. green of like, oh, this is like uh, the waiting room for like H&R Block. And it's just like, hmm, kids love that kind of sad green. <laughs> um, we had
0: a lot of those like budget ideas because we were working from a budget probably at that point. Yeah. Also, we were all like in our first year running a summer camp um pretty much free summer camp at that point (laughs) so
2: izzy uh i want to know if you remember this experience uh preparing for camp um this (laughs) is a camp that uh we we would support uh children and uh, uh and youth so they could come have a place to go throughout the summer and as we're preparing for this camp we need to acquire a bunch of materials like games activities uh, to keep the kids engaged uh, so we would do all this planning uh, a, a few weeks before the camp do you happen to remember a certain day when we went supply shopping and
0: uh, <laughs> yeah the uh, little rascals moment
2: yeah would you <laughs> would you care to share that story with us here today
0: yeah so we're trying to be all productive gain supplies as a trio because you know you can't shop alone you got to go yep. in group <laughs> the three main coordinators just left the program to go do a little shopping uh- leaving all the children <laughs>
1: unattended again <Yeah. laughs>
2: at walmart <laughs>
0: At Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to walmart and um one of our close friends dear close friends and also coordinator of the program um <laughs> we were i don't know why we stopped at the dvd you know like the dvd um Kind of booth where all of these like five dollar ones are thrown in there because they're on sale so you kind of have to dig to find a good find mm-hmm. so we're just spending some time there and there's this little rascals poster that's above the, the dvd stand and our friends like really wants to take this so me and justin are like looking at each other like are we actually are you actually gonna do that right now so we i think there's other incidents where we found out that he has a habit of Stealing things, or I don't know what would you call it. I
1: believe the word is kleptomaniac. Yeah, <laughs> and and this person is in some sort of role model position for the young people of Fort McMurray. Okay, yes. I just wanted to be. I just wanted to be clear on that. Yep, <laughs> we love him.
0: We love him. Yeah, we love. Him. We learned a lot from the scenario.
2: <laughs> so
0: uh, a ba- I think you had a backpack Justin?
2: Yeah, we were buying a backpack, and it was in the in our shopping cart. <laughs> Oh no.
0: So the item was taken from the marketing poster. Like, I'm pretty sure it was like popped in this little frame. Like an eight and a half, little,
2: like eight and a half by 11 kind of poster.
0: Takes it, puts it in the backpack that we are going to buy. So that was already some skills because that's some thought put into this one free. It wasn't free, but it, w- it definitely wasn't supposed to be taken.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, we leave there. I'm pretty sure we didn't even leave with supplies. We only left with a backpack and the stolen item from Walmart. <laughs> and it was, like, the biggest, like, milestone of the day for us of supply shopping.
2: And what blew my mind later was realizing this uh, this poster wasn't for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's for his office
1: (laughs) justin's just like in the middle of walmart being like if it's for the children i mean fine oh (laughs)
0: he i'm pretty sure justin was like a little scared at that point he's like i'm not gonna go down on this like getting charged for a little rascals poster in walmart
1: not not taking me uh yeah my two weeks in Justin's like, Power Rangers, fine, I will take that hit, <laughs> but it, WWE, I'm there, but if it's Little Rascals, no thank you. I, I won't lose it for Little Rascals, and I've, it was like my first week uh,
2: yeah. working with you, and uh, I was now about to commit a small felony. Uh, <laughs> so Izzy, those are great prep stories uh, for the summer camp uh is there anything that might have ever happened names withheld of course uh anything with the kids during camp that uh any any stories of uh goings wrong or goings on with the kids that uh in hindsight might not have been that great
0: there's a lot i like only the one that pops up the most because it was probably the most like what do you do how do you hurt a bunch of kids really quick <laughs>
1: right.
0: which is always like you get taught like the three you know using your fox 40 whistle apparently the sound of that will hurt the kids really quick like 30 seconds but not this time this time it was like the year where we had a lot of bears after i think it was after the wildfire or something like right. that and there was a lot more bears <laughs> around <laughs> and we were all scattered in this water park area and there's this bear that i see from across and it's like swimming over to our area of the park oh my god and i'm like we got like oh yeah that was the summer i think we had like 80 kids at the summer camp <laughs> so everyone's in like all these pockets of this park that we would go to often and i'm i'm like well i got to the whistle's not working at this point so I'm like screaming like there's a bear everyone go to the main spot and all of a sudden instead of these kids going to what we've been drilling in them weeks daily doing practice yeah practice they go towards the bear (laughs) and it was like the moment of like what have we done in the last like five weeks of summer camp that this drill has still not gotten to these kids so like we're trying to herd them. They're running towards it. I'm trying to, like, get them to the main spot. And after this experience, we <laughs> were like, you know what? We all got to learn how to right. be bear aware. Uh, bear awareness. So bear awareness. In, <laughs> bear <bought> awareness. In, <laughs> bear awareness. How to, like, know how to deal with this if this happens. Because we were, like, drilling on them that they're, like, this was the opposite of what we taught you. <laughs> and it was, like, this, like... <laughs> parent moment we were like now we got to bring the bear awareness trainer lady to teach us how to deal with this if it comes up so we had a whole like almost two hour session so it was like puppets were used to teach the kids what to do videos of all these like scary tactics of like (laughs) what could happen
2: (laughs) to be fair modern culture popular culture for kids is not that good at demonstrating the danger of bears? Look at how bears are depicted in today's media. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh, adorable, <laughs> Care Bears. Come on, does this is today's media? Yeah, Smokey the Bear, ah, oh, a hero, keeping us the only authority figure I trust, telling us about <laughs> when it's, things are on fire. Um, what are other bears? Uh, what are other bears? Bear and Stain bears yes the Stain bears and that's a
0: yeah.
2: a terrible show little <laughs> little bear <laughs> um but that
0: that's quite a bit too already you know we were sold on one of those tv shows yeah. <laughs> as a child,
2: So. and i mean like of course kids if they see that they're gonna be like oh that bear could be like one of the one of those five examples that i just listed like yeah. that could be a care bear or or smoky oh out for swim. I mean, it was
1: probably, it was probably a good hint to the kids that it wasn't a Care Bear because I assumed the bear wasn't hot pink, but maybe did, not. I don't know.
0: It did look majestic coming through the water though. So I would give it like, <laughs> that was quite the scene. I was like, "Whoa, that looks beautiful. It's beautiful.
1: But what a beautiful it, way to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Izzy, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciated having you here. This is usually the part of the show where we give our guests some time to uh, promote or plug anything that they've got going on. Uh, obviously, we're not at our peak efficiency as a society right now, but uh, <laughs> if you've got anything you want to talk about, anything up to and including what you're watching on TV right now, now's the time to talk about anything
0: <laughs> that you've got going
2: on. An advocate for anything, really? Yeah. Um,
0: that's just a lot. Yeah. So I think more than anything um what people just need to hear right now is just to like connect to people that you you know feel supported by and reconnect with yourself to things that like drive you and find motivation um i'm finding that like this is the time where a lot of that is like either kicking in for people or people are trying to find a way of living daily presently so i think you know the message i would be giving if anything on promote would be just like you know, finding that inner you and reconnecting with that, and finding a way to like build your creativity. And creativity doesn't have to just be arts; it can be like any other hobby that, mm-hmm. like you know, like you find a way of bringing out your interests or your passions, and you know, get involved in things you're passionate about. And for me, during this time, it's children and youth has always been, you know, the heart of that for me. So you know, supporting. You know, my own community has to see the flag back here. <laughs> uh, you know, L- that,
2: listeners, it's a yeah. uh, it's a pirate flag. Uh, <laughs> Izzy is a pirate. Kidding! It's a rain. It's a rainbow flag. It's yeah. a beautiful pride flag.
0: <laughs> so you know, like the LGBTQ plus community, um, you know, supporting people during this time. Some people might feel really lonely during this time and questioning things of like we're you know, maybe their entrepreneurs and their businesses have been affected right now and try to find a new way to move forward. But Mm -hmm. just, you know, surround yourself with people you feel supported by, you know, engage in things that bring new knowledge and learnings and, you know, just be out there and spread kindness really at the end of the day.
2: Nice. Yeah. Love it. That's a top five plug, I think.
1: I was gonna say we've been doing this show for who knows how many episodes now, like over twenty, I think, or mm-hmm. around there anyway. And uh that's probably easily the most like applicable and selfless lesson. yeah. Yeah, that we've learned this whole time. <laughs> it's great. I appreciate that. Uh,
0: someone told me uh, you know, live through your heart. So Oh hell yeah. <laughs> that, live through your heart is that cuts. Deep. That's the promo, yeah. <laughs>
2: One last question before we go, before we end things off, Izzy, we were talking about cereal a little bit earlier. We wanna know do you think that a cereal based on Disney's Fantasia starring Mickey Mouse is part of a balanced breakfast? It does turn the milk blue if it that does helps, turn the uh, milk blue. Thank you.
1: Influence your opinion. Thank you, Ben. Just trying to help.
2: Thank you. Perhaps we'll repeat the question. Um, Izzy, one last question before you go. Uh, We know you're very invested in this call and wouldn't hang up on us. Um, We were chatting earlier in the episode about cereals and we were wondering if you think that Disney's Fantasia starring Mickey Mouse would make Uh, for a balanced breakfast
1: as a cereal blue milk. Yes or no.
2: I think the internet might've cut out. Um, Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, no, but
2: uh, listeners, I just want you to know um, I'm going to repeat the question again. So Izzy one last question before you go, before you go, We were chatting about cereal earlier in the episode, and uh, we were wondering if you think that Disney's Fantasia, starring Mickey Mouse, would make for a good breakfast cereal
1: as part of a balanced breakfast. And then as an addendum, yes or no to blue milk. Yes or no to blue milk. Thank you, Ben. You're welcome. Thank you.
2: Perhaps if we ask her a fourth time. (laughs) All right, listeners, it seems that Izzy has kept up with the tradition of being one of our guests that hangs up on us.
1: I've had it up to here. I've had it up to here. Uh, For those of you who are not currently watching this private Zoom meeting, Justin has put his hand above his head to indicate that if it was water, he would be drowning.
2: Listeners, I'm done. I'm Justin. He's Ben. Goodbye. Half a star,
1: whatever our slogan is. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Don't go to the park. And Black Lives Matter.